Welcome back to Jay Tom Lawler Rink here on the campus of Merrimack College. Uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy New Year, everybody. Our score at the end of the first period is Minnesota Duluth nothing and Merrimack nothing. This is Mike Macknick alongside John Leahy. And tonight's first intermission is brought to you by Fuddruckers, an official partner of Merrimack Athletics. Make sure you stop in at Fuddruckers for a delicious burger or salad before or after the next Warrior game. Located just down the street from Merrimack at 550 Turnpike Street. They also have locations in Reading and in Salem, New Hampshire. Well, kind enough to join us here in the first intermission. Matt Wellens is out here to cover the game for the Duluth News Tribune. And uh, Matt, first period, all UMD, out shooting Merrimack 16-1. to uh, Troy Coburn from Merrimack, probably the story of that period, with uh, 16 saves, some of them uh, pretty spectacular. Yeah, uh, I'm surprised to see UMD putting 16 shots on, on goal. Anyone that's followed the Bulldogs in college hockey the last few years, you know, the old joke, 2-1, to one, that was UMD's bread and butter in the NCAA tournament uh, before they saw UMass, and uh, as Mike and I were just joking, that was a route for the Bulldogs, uh, winning 3 to nothing there. Um, the Bulldogs aren't a high-scoring team. They don't like to get into uh, big offensive shootouts. Uh, they're they're perfectly comfortable in a, in a 2-1, 3-1 game. So um, offensively, to see them put the shots on, they did. Um, 16 maybe. They're, they're taking a lot of shots. They're putting a lot of pucks from, from the outside. Merrimack's letting a lot get through. But, the, you know, you can do that when your goaltender's stopping everything like that. As long as he's making those glove saves and staying in position, you know, let UMD take those low percentage shots. Yeah, I was going to say, seems to me a function of the fact that, first of all, I mean, they're just they're getting the puck in deep and they're going after it and putting the pressure on Merrimack's defense, making it tougher than to either get it. I mean, there's been a lot of turnovers. Merrimack's turned the puck over a lot in their own end, uh, trying to break it out. But also, UMD's defense, which we know is the strength of their team, doing a nice job of getting the puck through traffic, and they're just looking for guys to clean it up in front. Yeah, you, you can't give Scott Peranovich time at the blue line with that puck. because he, he doesn't need much time. No, he doesn't need much time, but he'll take the time if you're going to give it to him. He'll work his way. He's patient up there. He'll move across there. He'll weave in through guys, and, and he'll lull you into a little false sense of confidence that he's not going to do anything, and then he'll just slip that puck in. I mean, he does have a deceptive shot. Um, most of his points do come off of assists because he's also very, very good at finding the open man, but um, you really can't. you got to challenge him, but you also got to be careful when you challenge him because he'll step right by you as, as well. It's, he's a tough, tough player to deal with. And I think another thing we see, too, obviously Duluth had the uh, the physical advantage over Merrimack, a couple of big hits in that first period. Uh, clean hits, you know, one of them was reviewed. They didn't assess anything, but, uh, you know, that's an area where you're talking about guys, especially on defense. It's always been a strength of UMD and, and having those guys, uh, you know, look, looking to, to someday move on to the NHL and, and playing physical is, is part of that. Yeah, and UMD's not a huge physical team. I mean, Scott Perenovich is a finesse player. Dylan Sandberg's kind of more of a finesse player, too. The Winnipeg uh, Jets draft pick. Nick Wolf's their big enforcer, the captain. He's the big physical guy, and we saw him uh, lay that big hit there that, uh, from what I saw in the replay, looked legal. It looked like the after-the-whistle stuff got landed both guys in the box. So, um, you know, for Merrimack, I think they got to play more physical, uh, especially against UMD's forwards. Not a lot of big guys up there. they got to be more physical in, in their own zone and, and really try and push UMD around a little bit because uh, you can't keep giving up 16 shots. Eventually, UMD, who, again, doesn't score a ton, is going to get one of those through. Uh, the key for this team, really, for UMD, seem, you know, we're coming at 9-6-1, and one, but, you know, 6-1-1 one, one in the NCHC, that's uh, pretty good, especially with, with the start North 
Dakotas have, you know, they're right up there setting the pace, I think. Um, and, and it's all NCHC after this, right? So that's going to be the key is, uh, you know, how do they do when Western Michigan comes in? How are they going to do against the other teams? But, uh, you know, what do you see as the key here? You know, from afar, it looks like this is a club that's got to find ways to score goals five on five, right? And if they can do that and they keep the power play going the way it's going, then they should be okay. Yeah, scoring five on five really has been the Bulldog struggle. A lot of their offense uh, has come from the power play. Uh, the Cates brothers have been really good on there, Jackson and, and Noah. Noah's a Philadelphia Flyers draft pick. Uh, that's something Merrimax, you, you can't let that power play get out of there. Again, because that's just giving Scott Ferenovich more time to, to work things. He really is the quarterback of this offense. Almost all the offense kind of start. It doesn't necessarily go through him, but it does start there. So um, UMD's got to find ways to, to score if they're going to want to keep pace with, with North Dakota uh, in the NCHC because uh, the, the Fighting Hawks uh, seem to have found that offensive touch that they didn't have uh, last year. So UMD's the back-to-back defending national champions, but they haven't won an NCHC title yet. And actually, Scott Sandlin in, in his 19 previous years doesn't have a, a conference title yet. So, um, you know, St. Cloud, UMD was really good in the league last year, but St. Cloud State just ran away with that thing. I mean, they were 10 points up, something like that, by by Jan, uh, early January. So, um, even in a six-point, you know, weekend league, it's tough to make rounds. So, uh, you know, it'll be interesting to see in the second half of the NCHC. Uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe UMD doesn't want the the league championship since St. Cloud won it back to back years and then got ousted in the first round. So maybe that Penrose Cup in the league's uh, cursed and North Dakota needs to slow down. Yeah, I was gonna say they've done all right for themselves without having won it. But uh, uh, another question. So um, you know, obviously injury's been an issue uh, more so this year, maybe for UMD than some other years. But um, how long can you go with playing mostly five Ds? I mean, it's a long season, right? And uh, you know, and every game's a big game. Uh, Lily out of the lineup, not able to play. You know that would help. To, to, you know, but uh, how much of a factor would this be as the season goes on? You know, once if you can get into the NCAA tournament, they'll be okay. We've seen teams, even you know, top teams like UMD, when they won their first national championship, Matt Anderson didn't play a lot actually in that game as, as a freshman. They, they've been able to roll four, five, D once they get to the NCAA tournament late in games, but it's early on. If they want to contend for that NCHC title, they do need a Jared Hilderman or, or Jake Rosenbaum, and Rosenbaum's not even in the lineup today. Um, they do need one of those guys to, to step up. Mikey Anderson, uh, the only guy that left the defensive group, he signed with the LA Kings. Uh, he's in the AHL right now. Uh, that really was a, a huge loss. I know Scott Brenovich got a lot of attention uh, the last two years, but defensively, Mikey Anderson might have been their, their best defensive Defenseman. He really was underrated for them. Yeah. Well, uh, before we let you go, look around the rest of the NCHC and maybe even college hockey as a whole. Uh, uh, North Dakota, Minnesota State, obviously, have been up there uh, in terms of their record in the polls and so on. Uh, anybody else that you see maybe making a run here in the second half? Well, St. Cloud was in a rebuilding year and, and looked really down, and, and then they smoked the number two team in the country, Minnesota State Mankato. Yeah, last uh, night. Yeah. Last night, I was shocked when I saw that as I'm, I'm flying out here out to Boston. I got off the plane and I couldn't believe that score. So. Um, um, you know, St. Cloud State might be a team to, to watch for, though they probably dug themselves a hole. I mean, North Dakota, when that program gets rolling, it's it's they're tough to stop, uh, as everyone knows in college hockey. Western Michigan is a team that, man, they've been on the verge for, for a few years now. Andy Murray, a former NHL, are uh, running that program. They've had some guys banged up. You know how many of those guys are getting back in the near future? Oh, man, I don't know. Wade Allison, um, I feel bad for the Flyers organization. That was a heck of a prospect they had there. And he's just battled injury over and over and over, and it's been tough for him to get back. 
Uh, he's a huge difference. He's like the Scott Brenovich for, for UMD. Uh, that program would be in a different spot right now if he had been healthy all these years. Matt, thanks so much for joining us. Really appreciate it, folks. Check out his work, the Loop News Tribune. You can find it online and also uh, Twitter at Matt Wellens, right? Correct. Matt Wellens uh, on Twitter, thelupnewstribune.com, and then uh, therinklive.com is a new site our company forum communications launched uh, that has a lot of coverage of, of hockey out in Minnesota and the Dakotas, so check that out, too. Uh, great. Thanks a lot. We certainly appreciate it, Matt. Uh, enjoy the rest of your time here. Happy New Year as well. Thanks, guys. All right, that's Matt Wellens, our guest here in the first intermission. Our score is Minnesota Duluth, nothing in Merrimack, nothing. We'll be back with more right after this. This is Warrior Hockey.